Yesterday, I had a little bit of an issue with my internet, and that's how I broadcast to you because I'm self-isolating like everyone else. A lot of people listening right now probably working from home, and I'm one of them as well as Chris Creston. A couple people at the studio, I got to thank. Jackie is in the studio driving the show, and Jason Chapman is in his little quarantine booth in uh, self-isolation. He's doing the uh, phone calls today for the program, so both of them working hard, but all of us are separated. So yesterday after the program, my internet went down like at 12.02. You know, I finished the show at 12 o'clock. It went down for a good four hours. We're joined now by Adam Oldfield, our 640 Toronto tech expert. Adam, it didn't seem to be only me with the problem. I'm just wondering, with all of us working at home, with people trying to stream video, are we overtaxing our internet systems? And could we see more dropouts like this? Absolutely. I think this is just the, 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 the tip of the iceberg in regards to usage. And as more and more people are, are sort of getting into the environment of working at home or they're you know sort of getting online, last week was sort of an announcement of we're going to try to continue business. As you know, uh, working from your environment, everyone was sort of getting tapped into their home. Um, with all the latest announcements happening, more and more people are thinking, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to make this my, my new work environment. And that is going to put a lot of uh, resources against bandwidth, whether it's fiber, whether it's it's, it's uh, cable, um, whoever your provider is, it's going to put a lot of strain on it. Um, add that to the fact that we know schools are closed, people are sitting in isolation, it's not encouraged to go out to brick and mortar, go to the parks, and now we're being forced to binge watch, whether it's YouTube, Disney, or uh, Netflix, it's going to put a massive strain on on your bandwidth, on your internet, for sure. Yeah, not to, not to mention the fact that the Toronto District School board has said you know they can't foresee kids going back to school uh after i think it's the sixth they were supposed to go back to school in april that's probably not going to happen so right now they're trying to figure out how to maybe uh, take advantage of online learning that's going to stress the system even more and netflix in the uh, here in europe are tapping the brakes here on their download speeds in order to um you know stop uh the network bandwidth from crashing uh, they're encouraging you to switch back to standard definition. Is that something we should do or can do here? Because I couldn't even get on Netflix last night. Yeah, I think uh, what they're doing on, on different streaming services right now with Netflix, they're going to be uh, throttling it down to their minimum. Um, and and with YouTube, it's defaulting to the minimum uh, low resolution. Um, and, and the reason for that is, is because of the high volume for starters. But depending on what your data plan uh, is, uh, whether you've got you know certain speeds or otherwise, yep. um, it's going to really hinder the video. Now, to add to that, uh, talking about that sort of the recreational use while we're at home, Kelly, those that are working from home are really depending on the Zooms and the Googles and the Skypes and trying to use that video interface. This is going to add to that taxing comment I was bringing up earlier. It's going to put a much, much higher strain um, in regards to internet uh, services being very much uh, throttled uh, from, a, from a point where we want to look at each other, we want to share, uh, share a screen, but it's not going to necessarily work that well um you know to give numbers perspective because i think it's always difficult to say well i want to watch a video what are we looking at just to give you an idea of your bandwidth if you're using a low bandwidth and you're watching an hour movie whether it's youtube whether it's netflix prime the average right now on low resolution is almost 500 to 600 megabytes an hour 
So take that as one person, Kelly. <laughs> so using that as an example, that's one person in your house, 500 megabytes. Times that by, say, four in a home, you're looking at two gigs in an hour on a low resolution. If you really, really got to have that 4K, you got to watch that crisp Blu-ray quality, you're talking 15 gigabytes an hour in regards to bandwidth. So just to give you a perspective of how much is that really mean? I mean, we say low res, but that's, that's the numbers to go with that. All right. Well, I'm trying to right now, I'm in queue with everybody else who's decided Wow, I didn't realize my uh, internet speed was as low as it is. I'm trying to get that up, and I'm being told you, you probably by the weekend. But I, you know, I have already started this process earlier on in the week, so there's a waiting list. If people start to up their internet speeds, is that going to also overwhelm our systems, and are we at uh, the peril of them crashing more often? No, not necessarily. I mean, a lot of it, when I was referring to the bandwidth being overloaded, was uh, it's, it's, I mean, there's a lot of elements to make the internet work. It's your router. So whoever your provider is will probably have to upgrade your router. Uh, depending on what router you have, you, it may be a flip of a switch from the uh, internet provider. They can turn it on. If your router is capable of handling 300 megabytes up to a gigabyte, uh, if you are connected in that degree. So it's going to be really, really contingent on specifically what service you're using originally and which one you want to upgrade but let's just assume everyone had high speed everyone was using the latest gigabyte download uh you know 300 megabyte download whatever the latest fastest services are um using that that analogy we're still not going to be able to look at any kind of video streaming or video conferencing in a high resolution without it pausing, without that dramatic, uh, you know, Max Hedrum kind of like that kind of look where you're stuttering yeah. or, you know, or your computer freezes. Um, I've heard a lot of that where people are like, hang on, my computer froze. I got to reboot. This is going to be uh, until we work out the kinks and get through the cobwebs of the Internet bandwidth. It's going to be a little little sketchy in that degree. Adam, I want to ask you very quickly, because we're waiting for the Prime Minister to come out and address us as he does on a daily basis. So in 30 seconds or less, why should we be leery of our uh, home, um, what are they called, home assistants, like the Googles and the Siri's listening to us while we work from home? 100%. Why you should be leery is because they're, they're, if you're working on confidential information or uh, details pertaining to your business or discussions with other staff members, this if you've got an Alexa, if you've got a Google Home, you've got a Siri, and it, it can be activated easily in the home environment, and it couldn't necessarily be yourself. It could be a family member. It could be your children sort of running around yelling or doing something that maybe t- triggers it. That information, as we've stated before, is going into a server. All that data is being available, and it is going to be stored. Um, and there isn't a lot of staff in Amazon or Google's um, hemisphere right now qualifying and quality assuring and making sure that information isn't being secured or being secured properly. So if you've got an Alexa, I really encourage you, shut it off. Unless you absolutely necessarily need it, it really isn't needed to be on while you're working from home. All right. Thank you very much, Adam. I appreciate your time today.